Hello there, weary traveler. Welcome to the inn. Sit, sit, rest your feet. Why, it's a long journey on the road to Tavalon. Have a cup of tea. Or maybe a frothy ale. The light. Why, you're just in time for the entertainment. Here are your hosts, Tracy and Amber. Red Rod Tarong Creole. All the Creoles. All the Creoles. Okay, that gets that started. <laughs> Hello and welcome back. I'm here with my good friend Tracy. I'm here with my good friend Amber. And this is the Road to Tarvalin, a Wheel of Time podcast. And today we're talking about all the Grealls. All the Grealls. <laughs> Maybe Snakes and Foxes <laughs> says a Grom Greal. <laughs> would it just shoot out Groms? Or would it train them? Oh, this is fascinating. This actually feeds into one of the things that I was thinking about. Like, if you could make a Greal, what would it be? I feel like a Grom Greal would... Does it give you a third eye, maybe? <laughs> Enhanced stamina for the chase? <laughs> I've lost Tracy. <laughs> okay, yeah, but check out check out what snakes and foxes just put in chat. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> oh no. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. (laughs) I may never recover from that. It's still going. I need (laughs) For anyone who can't see it, it's Kermit the Frog wearing a Christmas hat, um, spewing some liquid. Yeah, (laughs) it's like fountaining. Okay, it's so good, though. episode gonna is it gonna be all like this i hope so oh i hope so i would have no problems with that because there's like okay so like you had said there are so many of these things and it's really hard to keep track of them and it's just one of those things that when i read it i kind of skim through it i'm like yeah yeah that thing does that thing so it's just kind of fun to do this and see where the griol takes us Griol talk, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be brutally honest here. This is a topic that I never wanted to cover. I know. Out of the sheer amount of Tarangrials out there, so it just feels like a huge homework assignment. <laughs> but I'm gonna have fun with it today. Yeah, I kind of purposely tried not to approach it too hard like that. In fact, I was like, what would Amber suggest to keep this kind of like lighthearted and fun? And so that was when I was like trying to write out some questions for us to discuss later on or whenever we choose to do it. But it can feel really tedious and overwhelming with this topic because there are so many, so many, so many. Yeah, and you get to the point too in the books where I feel like some are more important than others. So like some are just there to be there. Mm-hmm. I pulled up this quote. This had me laughing so hard today. Uh, so 
This was online from the Wheel of Time wiki. It says, the original uses of most Terangrial are lost to the depths of time. A few, such as the Silver Arches, which is used under the basement of the White Tower for testing to become an Aes Sedai, are used safely for what may or may not be a related purpose to the original intent. And I was like, so they're used safely, huh? Is that what happened to all those right? accepted who don't come back? Never come back. <laughs> Sounds really safe, guys. Ah, that's how I Which feel I about said that. I wrote this. Wrote this. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like PR talk. Yeah, yeah. They had a clerk write it because they were like, "I can't touch that. I I've sworn the three oaths, and that's basically a lie." <laughs> Come make it sound good. Spin this, okay? We'll put it on right? wiki. I mean, if for any reason, whoever wrote that on the wiki, I apologize. But right, right, right. Sorry. Fix it. <laughs> <laughs> but fix it. <laughs> yeah, I just have no idea how it works. True. Like, I just kind of wish that that would, I'm, that would come out more often. That it's like we just, I mean, there are a lot of things that they're like, we just don't know. And I guess that's helpful, but safely is not the word I would use here, like, ever. No. I also saw, like, several things about, like, the Angriol and Saw Angriol that was, like, it, they have buffers to prevent people from getting burned out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess there are only, like, a handful that don't have that buffer on them. And I was kind of surprised because that seems to be the main reason why everybody doesn't touch the Mm -hmm. Griols is they're all terrified of getting burned out. But Mm -hmm. if there's a buffer to keep you safe, then why are you worried? Tracy, this is exactly... Okay. (laughs) Flames on the side of my face. This is why I don't understand... Some some of the Tarangrials, everything feels kind of not fully fleshed out sometimes mm-hmm. with the Tarangrial. And when it comes to these inconsistencies, yeah, it happens. Like, there's a lot of words in these books, and <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's not going to be possible for every single thing to be, like, perfect and not have any consistencies anywhere. But I think this is just one of them where I'm like, they're kind of dropped in as plot devices. So it's like, okay, well, now this character has this, so they can do this mm-hmm. now, and that mm-hmm. helps them later on to solve one of these big problems. So they kind of just get, like, dropped in there. Mm-hmm. And they're very convenient. Mm-hmm. I feel so they're very convenient. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Like, some of them are extremely entertaining, and wild things happen when they are used or misused. Yeah, yeah. But, I, I mean, I'm glad they're in here, but sometimes it's a little overwhelming, like we already said. Mm-hmm. And they just show up in the most random places. Like, there yeah. are so many times where someone's wearing a piece of jewelry or something in their hair or a belt or whatever, like, and it control it like helps them to amplify their power or control their power or store bits of the one power i didn't even know that was possible but apparently there are griols out there that do that so 
There are a lot of them. Yeah, a lot I of think... rods. That was the other thing we realized. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I, why? Why do they all need to be phallic shaped, Robert Jordan? Come on. I even just, I feel a little dirty even saying that. All the rods. There were so many. <laughs> and like the descriptions. Like there was one that was like flexible black rod. And I would about spit my coffee out. <laughs> why? Uh, don't answer that question yeah i'm not trying i mean i'm not trying to get into this too far but i do think that it's amusing maybe that the oath Mm -hmm. rod like used in the white tower like the bastion of feminine magic is a rod i'm like really robert jordan come on come on i don't get it yeah, it tis the snakes and foxes said this is the way of RJ. <laughs> I think he may be onto something. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I'm sure he kind of like chuckled with himself like the first time. Oh, I sure hope so. I <laughs> and do. And then it became like it just snowballed into yeah. its own. Yeah. It, like, and you know what? Maybe it was like this inside joke between him and Harriet, and like he'd be <sighs> writing and laughing to himself, and Harriet's like, Sipping on her beverage, going, Are you writing another rod in, honey? <laughs> yeah, it's that's it's, how that unfolded. Something. I'm pretty sure. I think that's how that happened. I'm onto something. <laughs> I do, I do think it's interesting though, how I believe the first ones that we see Moraine has, right. Yay. And Eye yes. of the World, she's, I think she's making earthquakes and stuff from that Trolloc horde attack where the horns are blowing mm-hmm. and they're being chased. Mm-hmm. And she, is it, it might be then. I'm not sure. It could have even been Winter Night when she's she healing. Uses, yeah, she uses the little Angriol. Like yeah, the little woman Angriol when she's healing Tam. And, like, we get, like, that little bit of information about what it's doing and why she's using it and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. I feel as though she did use her staff, like, that staff that she was carrying with her when she was doing, like, baton twirling and shit. Like, (laughs) I feel like she has that, but I'm fairly certain it is not an object of power. Like, I think she tells... Agween, she just like um, channel her focus. Yeah, she uses it as a focus. And I feel like that's what she used on like during the Trolloc attack. But I could of course be wrong, and maybe she used the Angriel as well. I feel like it could it, you could be right. I feel like at one point she was really, really tired and like just mm-hmm. like falls almost she's almost falling out of her saddle, and I feel like she might have use the Angriel at one point. I would have to mm-hmm. go back and look. Oh my gosh. It feels like we just read that book, but it was I know. <laughs> it's it's been a minute. It's Yeah. <laughs> and we've done just a couple things in between I mean you came to the States shortly after we finished the Great Hunt, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I think like while you were here we mostly just did like free chat chatting episodes, which was really fun. It was. Yeah. 
but it was really good to get back into the books again. I, oh gosh, I love these books so much. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. There are so many people that love these books. I guess sometimes I'm just like a little self-conscious about how I like want to hold these books and be like, you mean so much to me. <laughs> <laughs> shh, just shh. Okay, so so Griols. Griols, yeah. So we have the one from Moraine, and then I think the next one that we see is Nynaeve's Test. Is that right? I'm thinking. I think you're right. We may have to... Well, I don't want to talk too much about that but let's just focus on the white tower so like oh yeah general, that's a really good idea generalizations mm-hmm. but they've got like quite a few that mm-hmm. they're using pretty regularly mm-hmm. which it's interesting that they have all of this stuff but to be honest they really don't know what the original intentions were for a lot of these things mm-hmm yeah. Like the oath rod was a bind a binding rod, if I'm not mistaken. So Age of Legends, that was how they would get criminals to not do crime. Mm-hmm. So they're using that to like bond people to their Aes Sedai oaths. Which right. I mean it's it's an interesting new an improved way of using it, I guess. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, the fact that these even exist feel kind of sketchy. Like, or that they get used even. Like, in New Spring, we get a really good description of what it's like to take an oath on the oath rod. And yeah. that it is a physical experience it's this closing in on your body they even get healed afterwards to help with like the skin hurts yeah yeah and i mean i can relate and sympathize in a way like that sounds terrible um but to just do this to people who have like broken the law like there are a lot of these binding rods there's a binding chair that when you sit in it you're bound love to the, the binding chair right this one's ridiculous the the binding swinging chair if you're into it i don't know it, it's kind of like a recliner <laughs> age of legends recliner Dis, uh, disappointed housewives use it on their husbands they, they go back in their lazy boy slash binding chair. Yeah, I like that idea. That's funny. Actually, I don't. I really don't like the idea of binding anyone to doing anything in a way <laughs> well, like that. It's creepy. It's so creepy. With the, with the binding chair, though, they're guessing that it was used as, like, a way to kind of, like, this is really hard to explain, kind of, um... So you sit in it, and then it kind of, like, doesn't it supposed to feel like it kind of, like, wraps around your body, sort of? You know, like- I, I actually don't know. I say that because I do have an idea that that is accurate. 
But I also know there's like two different chairs. Like there's like the binding chair and then there's another one that like gets used at some point in the series that's more like a torture device. And I... Well, that's... that's the one I'm thinking of. Okay, yeah. I think they might actually be two different things. It's like a scared straight moment where you sit in it and they think that it used to be some type of form of almost like virtual reality sort of where there was a set amount mm-hmm. of ways that you can like programs that you can experience while you're in it. But now they're like, sit in it and we're going to do something that makes criminals so scared to do crime in Tarvalin that they usually like leave the city like screaming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I mean, it's if we're just going to talk about it like on a moral level, (laughs) if you are okay with doing this, like if you know, like if you were going to say like, I want to quit drinking alcohol so scare me straight you know Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. I'm sure there were things that you could use it for that could be very beneficial but if you're doing it to someone against their will like it's just not right I guess I Mm -hmm. mean okay so I, I, I found it you're gonna love this so there are binding chairs and they do basically the same thing as the oath rod but there aren't, like, none have been found since the breaking of the world. So the chair that we're thinking of, of is Chair of Remorse? Chair of Remorse. Okay, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, this thing is so creepy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know, like, Here's the thing, like the Age of Legends sound really cool, but the more and more I go deeper into the series, the more I wonder just how great it was. Mm-hmm. I don't want to sound like a broken record, but I really feel this way. <laughs> I do too, though. I really, seriously. So you know how you were saying like this felt like this chair feels like it envelops you? So, appearance says the chair is a rectangular marble gray block that is as hard as steel, except for the top, which molds itself around the person seated upon it. There's a small hole on one side filled with tiny, unevenly spaced notches. For what? I don't know. It appears right. to be an inclined bench made for reclining on instead of an actual chair. Do you know what that sounds arms. like, Tracy? A fainting couch? <laughs> A really no. uncomfortable fainting couch. No? With like okay. with like notches in it. It's like uh-huh. the uh anti homeless architecture that they put like under bridges. Oh my god. That's what it sounds like to me. Weird. Like what if you're sitting on it and it's very uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. But like so, like meant to be uncomfortable. Like it's it's supposed to be painful. Mm-hmm. But okay, so sorry, since I'm we're... just I'm I'm reading over this and it's just weird. <laughs> what do you got? Anything sticking out to you? Well, okay, so when someone sits down on it 
for the first time or reclines because really it's more of a reclining action. Yeah, as I said, a recliner. Yeah, a recliner. Put your, put your feet up. Relax. Yeah, yeah. Here, come here for a moment. You don't, nothing happens through channeling, like for the first interaction to happen with this chair. And I guess it, it says that after an interval of 20 or 30 seconds, then the chair starts to mold itself to the person's body. And this stops and reverses if the person sits up. God, it doesn't make, But it didn't matter if someone was bound and held down. The person reclining on the chair falls into a sort of trance with nothing more happening unless the channeler is present. So if you sit there, you get bound to the chair and you fall into a trance? It That's sounds it? like it. I'm pretty sure that this one was one of the... So, like, at one point, (laughs) (laughs) oh, I feel so bad for people just listening who can't see everything that's happening in chat right now. I'm so sorry. I can't (laughs) help it. I I can't help it. That one with Moraine and Swan coming out of after the oath rod is just killing me. (laughs) It was it was a lot not to laugh out loud at that one. I'm not going to lie. But okay, back to the chair. Back to. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is so bizarre. Okay, so if an Aes Sedai comes up to it, if a person who can channel comes up to it, they can think of a scenario and the person sitting on the chair then experiences this scenario fully fleshed out in part like a vision, but also as of actually living the experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, this is exactly, that was the thing that stuck out with me. Like, mm-hmm. They can yeah. kind of like program this alternate reality and make it as terrible as they want so that the criminal is like, well, I'll never do that again. Bye, Tarfallen. Mm-hmm. See you never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was okay. So the history on this says that in the Age of Legends, the Chair of Remorse was actually a Tarangriel used for entertainment, as it could also be used to stimulate positive virtual realities tied straight into the brain. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm sure there were ways to use it that were very beneficial. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm just thinking about the terrible German winter when it's dark for so many months and your body is just, like, screaming for vitamin C. Like, if I could sit in the chair and feel like I was on a beach somewhere sipping a nice cocktail with an umbrella and then, you know, 30 minutes later it is... It's as though I have actually lived that. Mm-hmm. That would be great. I would love that. It would be a mood boost for sure. <laughs> now using it to scare the crap out of someone, not so fun. Not cool. Mm-mm. Well, and apparently like that wasn't the way that the ice that I use it isn't even a way that it was ever meant to be used. Like it was never meant to have images forced into it. It already had like set scenarios that people could right. access if right. they wanted to. And the Aes were like, torture! Turn it into a torture <laughs> device. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, you know what, Tracy? I just forgot. Mm-hmm. There is a Terangriol that I totally forgot about that we see very early on in the eye of the world. And that's the to... the water cape. The oh, fan cloth yeah. that Tracy's Terangriol fancy fan cloth. Oh, good point. 
I never think about it being a Tron Grail, but it is, isn't it? Yeah. And Tarvalin is really missing out only using it for, like, a cloak. Right? Don't they have, like, access to... (laughs) (laughs) Don't they have access to, like, the... Whatever is necessary to improve or to make more? Yeah, I think that that was something that when we were talking about warders, I had questioned, like, there's only got to be a finite amount of this stuff left, right? Mm -hmm. But there is a way that they make it in Mm -hmm. the White Tower. Can you imagine, like, the little seamstress, like, making my fan cloth? Right? (laughs) Do-do-do-do-do. Well, the Aes Sedai, I feel like, have, I think, maybe the most Tarangriel that we know of, I want to say. There's other cultures that I want to talk about, like, desperately, but we'll do that a little bit later so we can get, like, more into spoilers. Okay. But I know that, like, as far as the Othrod itself... And binding people to the three O's. Like, again, they use that for criminals. So it's like, if the Age of Legends was so perfect, why did mm-hmm. they have criminals? Was everyone really fed and taken care of if people had to? Well, in the Age know. of Legends, it was used, that chair was used as like a reclining. I'm talking about the Othrod, like the binding Oh, the rods. Othrod. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree with you on that because it just it seems really extreme to have that and to have so many of them like if everyone's needs were taken care of why were there people committing like grievous crimes yeah to the point that you were physically bound to not being able to ever repeat that crime. And, I mean, perhaps that's a really humane way of dealing with something rather than executing someone or putting them through a really horrible this prison is true. system. But forced behavior modification feels incredibly intrusive and kind of the opposite of what the Age of Legends is frequently depicted as being. Yeah, and there, I think at at some point in the book, someone mentions how it was thought that it that this piece or whatever couldn't last, like it would come to an end at some point if it Mm -hmm. had not been for the destruction and you know Luz Theron and everything in the breaking. People are assuming that the Age of Legends would have had its own fall at some point anyways so Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know i see i want those age of legends movies i do very badly i do i i I mean this might be controversial but i think that would be even more a little bit exciting than the tv Mm -hmm. show like i know what happened in the books like give me some far out fanfic stuff that go ahead Mm -hmm. shock me (laughs) i would love it i would love it 
like I think it it would have the possibility of being I mean those those styles of dystopian media are fairly popular, you know, and they're kind of I don't know. I appreciate them. I love a good battle like that, if you will. I mean, I I think, mm. yeah, it's somewhere in between, like, Mad Max versus The Road. Like, I, I mm-hmm. like the dystopian aspect of when everything falls apart and, mm-hmm. you know, these great societies just go under. Mm-hmm. And I've always been that way. I don't care if it's, you know, zombie apocalypse or whatever. Mm-hmm. Reading uh, Parable of the... Sower was like chef's kiss because <laughs> it was just everything that I like about these types of themes and people kind of like having to pick up the pieces and mm-hmm. I don't know maybe it's just the the darkness in me recognizing like it's interesting seeing people like go through this stuff but with the age of legends you've got like magic and all mm-hmm. kinds of super advanced technology and it would just be really interesting to see that come to life just as much as you know that 10 second clip from the tv show where i was mm-hmm. like flying cars flying cars <laughs> it's so exciting and it's yeah it's also cool for people who are I guess, like, getting, like, just acquainted with the TV show and being like, oh, like, kind of medieval fantasy, like, Lord of the Rings, maybe, and then they hit you with that, and you're just like, whoa, okay, Mm -hmm. like, now that's different, and I thought Mm -hmm. that was really cool. A lot of people didn't like it very much, but I'm sorry, I did. (laughs) (laughs) That's all that really matters. That's all that really matters. I would I would almost like it if it had like that kind of a almost retro vibe like a dark yeah, city. It's, yeah. I yeah. Love that movie. It's so weird. <laughs> I love how it's yeah, it's it's just cool how they how that this is introduced into the books, but it's just like a background story. So we don't mm-hmm. really get to know much of anything. It's usually always from the perspective of one of the Forsaken who has mm-hmm. lived really, really long time that they're like, well, back in my day, things went mm-hmm. like this and we had all this great stuff and mm-hmm. you're just a peon and you don't even know how to work it, which is so true because – no one knows how to work it. And again, it's like convenient that thousands and thousands of years and we have all of this like intricate, awesome stuff that can be used. And everyone's just like, well, not strong enough in the one power. And I don't want to get burned out, even though mm-hmm. most of them have buffers. And like, let's be honest here. Maybe I'm just a pessimist, but <laughs> I do not underestimate people's stupidity to see a thing and be like "Ooh, shiny I want to touch it Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know I feel like and within these like thousands of years someone would have been playing with these things and just 
and like, yeah, well, this one does this, I think. And that had to have happened to an extent because they are using some of these. Mm -hmm. They've modified what for, but like some of these other things, it's like, oh, like I found this terangriol, like I'm going to give it to you to use. And it's like, well, where did that come from? Mm -hmm. How do you know how to use it? Right, right, Mm -hmm. right. Snakes and foxes. I love, yeah, I love that part too. I was actually wanting to bring that up later. Mm-hmm. Same. Mm hmm. It's mm-hmm. a really good part. Should we just jump into spoilers, Tracy? I mean, sure. I mean, did, was there anything? That... <laughs> yes, hive mind, twin brain. <laughs> twin brains. Yeah, I don't really know. Is there anything that we needed to like say about it before we move into spoiler land? I don't really feel like. I mean, there's a million things we could say about it because there's so many of them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like for the majority of the time, they come into play in the books during a point of importance mm-hmm. that greatly impacts the way the story goes. So it's hard yeah. to bring some of them up without dancing around it. Okay, well then let's dance into it. Let's dance into it. <laughs> First, a word from our Grom-loving sponsors, who are us. Who are us? Momentary interruption, friends. Since we are not good at remembering to promote ourselves during the show, here's how you can keep the road to Tarvalin growing. First off, rate and review us wherever you listen to The Road to Tarvalin. This helps new listeners find the podcast. Listener support is available through Anchor. You can contribute as little as a dollar a month with amounts leading up to a generous $9.99 a month. Also, we have a new merch shop. Cozy Contorta was inspired by the books and characters we love, and it's not just Wheel of Time focused. Go check it out at Cozy Contorta on Instagram or find the link on our website via social media. Income means better equipment, more content, and more opportunities to be able to grow our amazing community. We love you all and feel endlessly grateful to each of our listeners for joining us week after week on the road to Tarvalon. Thank you so much. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And we're back. (laughs) I love doing that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You had asked Mm -hmm. what our favorite Mm-hmm. objects of the power were correct mm-hmm. i think all of i mean this sounds awful but i think all of mine are the shan chen ones like Ooh. the item and the crystal throne and <gasps> the blood knife rings dude yes blood because, knife rings were on my list okay good because i i mean I don't want to be that person that's like, all the ones that are used for torture and killing, like, those are my favorite. Mm-mm. But Mm-mm. I thought about this a little bit, and I think this is why, is because the Shan Chen are actually creating Tarangriol. Like, they are mm-hmm. making these. Yep. So hats off to them for, you know, doing what everyone else can't do. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, like, they're actually, like, thriving like they're using these to a point to an extent that feels Mm -hmm. realistic to me Mm -hmm. like you cannot tell me if there were these great powerful objects that there is not some criminal mastermind out there who's going to be like i'm going to use these in like the most depraved way as possible 
feels mm-hmm. legit to me. Mm-hmm. Not to be a pessimist or anything. <laughs> um, I think I think maybe more realistic than pessimistic, maybe, or maybe I'm pessimistic and just joining you there. I don't know. Um, I'm thinking about the blood knife rings and how they get used. Mm-hmm. The person who uses it dies at the end, right? Like once they've used it and com- completed their mission, they die. Um, so I'm pretty sure they can take the, the ring off early uh-huh. and they, they're not going to die immediately, but it like takes a lot of the life out of you, even if you take it off early. So like you might not die tomorrow, but you'll probably die like much sooner than you were supposed to as like uh-huh. a healthy person. Unless I'm completely misremembering things. You know, I'm just I'm I'm just gonna look it up real quick because I honestly can't remember. Surprise. I mean for that I mean that was my fear mm-hmm. when Gawain uses it is because I was like, Well, he's pro- what if he just mm-hmm. dies before accomplishing anything? Like he just kind of like loses all life force because he's he'd stacked them up he was using multiple Mm -hmm. so like i thought he was just gonna keel over before even getting to fight anyone right (laughs) yeah would have been fitting i feel like (laughs) right god that would have been so bad okay so yes it is that the ring drastically shortens a person's lifespan but since the blood knives which are the individuals who use them are generally sent out for like suicidal missions. They don't expect to make it back from that. Um, Yeah. And so removing the ring can slow the dying process slightly, but it won't, (laughs) it won't stop them from deteriorating at a rapid pace. Yeah. Yeah, this is perfect. The perfect uh-huh. meme. Yeah, that moment with Demon Dread and Gawain. Gawain, Lord it's... of Misjudging His Own Importance. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, I mean, I, I think, too, I don't hate Gawain like a lot of people do. I don't think he's a very intelligent person. Mm-hmm. But the majority of these younger characters, I feel like, well, that was not smart. But mm-hmm. so I... I can't, like, pick on Gawain any more than really anyone else. Mm-mm. Maybe a little bit, but... He allows emotion to rule him, and it's frustrating. I think that's what it is for me. He's just frustrating. Like... Yeah. And he's, he's... And I don't think he's supposed to be, like, lovable. So I don't necessarily feel bad for being, like, these are your flaws. I feel like they're written there to see that he's kind of, like, imperfect. Yeah. Yeah, but... And kind of dumb by putting on multiple rings that he had no idea what they did. See, I I felt differently. I was like, all right, finally, Gawain. Like, you're going to do something awesome, maybe. Like, cool. (laughs) Like, I'm down for this ride. Like, let's see where this goes. And I thought... You're going to do something awesome, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, you know, there's always that fear where it's like, yeah, probably, probably won't end up 
you know, being something great. But Mm -hmm. at that point, we hadn't lost many characters. Mm, That is true. Mm-hmm. It kind of felt like everyone had plot armor. I mean, mm-hmm. not everyone. Moraine was like missing for how many books. But mm-hmm. with that, I was kind of hyped for it. I was like, all right, Gawain. Like, all right. Like, you're taking this. You're taking this as, you know, something you feel like you must do despite it most likely killing you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, And on top of that, he does it so recklessly, like, stacking Mm -hmm. the rings, just so recklessly and, like, so full of, I don't know what, I don't even know if it was confidence, just, like, that need to fix or help or do Mm -hmm. what has been ingrained in him since birth. Like, you will protect your sister, and he can't do that because she can protect herself. So now he's going to protect Egwene. Okay, whatever. But I'm like, all right, like, now we're going somewhere. Now things are getting spicy. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like the blood knife rings. And especially how after the attack at the White Tower, how mm-hmm. it all goes down and Gareth Bryn gets pricked, right? By one of the blood knives, uh, poison, whatever. And Swan mm-hmm. Sanche has to heal him. And I just thought, like, that was a cool, like, introduction into another weird Tarangriol that there someone is actually using as a weapon and mm-hmm. it's cool yeah and that it had been created it wasn't like a hand-me-down from the age of legends that they were just guessing about they were like this is the intention this is the purpose this is how it gets used no questions yeah, what do you it, think it, an Aes Sedai would have done with it do you think they would have done anything differently Locked it up in a cellar, maybe, or never just never it. known, or just never known what it's for. So it becomes a last resort move. They, the warders start to get it with their cloaks. <laughs> <laughs> right? In the moment you feel like everything is at the end, put this ring on. Yeah, I mean, I, I could see some warders being agreeable to that as long Mm -hmm. as there was a way to disconnect the bond before you know they die Mm -hmm. the water bond i mean or used right after your Aes Sedai has died (gasps) oh that's a good idea like you know most of them yeah most of them want to die at that point anyway they might be happy knowing that their last moments Mm -hmm. would be like uber badass and guaranteed to end in their death yeah, that's true, Tracy. That's true. That might like be one final, one last fight. Yeah, yeah. Who I, knows? I, I think I agree with you there. But I mean, I don't see the Aes Sedai not choosing to use it as a weapon of some kind, like some sort of advantage for them. That's just what they do with like everything. Yeah, I think that at some point it would get used for something you know, awful. Definitely. Without a and doubt. And too, with like Black Aja being infested in the tower, I mean, this, I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't know. I'm sure there are things that could happen. I do think too, as far as like the item goes, it's again, you know, terrible crimes like the, the Sean Chen are committing, mm-hmm. but at the same time, they're creating these 
when no one else can do it. And this is, this again feels realistic to me. Like mm-hmm. if, if, you know, if there are atom bombs, someone's going to use it. Like how mm-hmm. can we make this a weapon? How can we make this to make ourselves more powerful? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the Shan Chen did. And mm-hmm. that's the thing about Shan Chen that it's just, it feels like reality, like name something that the Shan Chen have done that was terrible that hasn't happened in <laughs> the real world. I mean, outside of flying onto a rockin' and rockin'? <laughs> <laughs> well, because, I mean, we have people who like hang glide and stuff, so. I mean, okay, good point. I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to point out the fact that you are absolutely right. Like. Even even with the use of the crystal throne, how the purpose of it is to like inspire awe in the people who approach the throne, and almost everything the Shan Chen do is about mind manipulation. And if you think about it, it's like super ramped up gaslighting. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like I'm thinking about, like, places like maybe even, like, ancient China, ancient Japan, where you would have, like, one emperor. The emperor is all. And that's not necessary. Like, that doesn't have to happen with the use of an object of power. That happens through, like, years repeat, of. Yeah, repeat propaganda and information well, that's. Like- that's- Go ahead, I'm so sorry. It's like North Korea. Like, Mm -hmm. their leader is, like, a god to them. Their leader, Mm -hmm. they believe that their leader doesn't even go to the bathroom. That Mm -hmm. that's how magic he is. He Mm -hmm. never goes number two because he's, like, a god. And you can't tell me if someone didn't have a crystal throne that inspires awe so that when anyone is in your presence, they're just, like, Mm -hmm. so overwhelmed with, you mm-hmm. that they wouldn't use it because mm-hmm. i think they would oh absolutely absolutely without without even the tiniest bit of a doubt you know this has become like amber and tracy talk about how realistic sean <laughs> is and how much of a dumpster fire <laughs> look it's still griol related so i think it we're is. okay <laughs> And I'm loving this, truth be told, because you're so right. You're so right. And it is all mind manipulation. It's all domination and mind manipulation and creating a society that all pulls for, like, one thing. And it's terrifying. Like, we were – so we've done the Poppy War for book club. And I don't want to get too far into it, but – a lot of what happens in that book is reflected from our actual real world history and Japan, like 1937-ish. And I mean, previous to this, there have been invasions and whatnot, but like Japan is invading China and Japan has convinced everyone the emperor is everything and the people that they're attacking are like nothing. And it creates less than human yeah it creates an absolutely terrifying invading force 
terrifying because if they don't see humanity in another person, then they do not treat them humanely. And the results are truly horrific. And so if this is how the Shanchen are using all these objects of power, and then they turn women who can channel into objects of power, they have Ogier who fight mm-hmm. for them, who are fucking terrifying. I mean, mm-hmm. the domination co- capability in Shanchen is massive. It's like 100 out of 10. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's really like how can we just like amp keep amping this up and yeah. stacking all of these things on top of each other and I, I really hope that that is shown I mean mm-hmm. on the tv show I want to be repulsed you know and I mean Ooh, the thing yes. the thing that sucks is kind of how they immediately like went off the bat with the white cloaks being so vicious yeah because it's Mm -hmm. like the white cloaks aren't even there yet i mean like we're talking about you know some of these societies where things are like much worse like things are Mm -hmm. much more terrible and right now like looking at the white cloaks who are just like, we're out to kill you because you're witches and mm-hmm. like mutilate your body. Mm-hmm. Like, is that, is that worse than slavery? I mean, we have, I, I'm just, I'm curious to see what they're going to do with the Shan Chen army to like yeah. differentiate them from the white cloaks, I guess. I think some of our cold open suggestions have been really good. To like, like if they went in that direction of things that we've talked about before, I think it'd really help to establish that style, that culture difference that you need to have for mm-hmm. the impact. I really like the idea you had of just one of the cold opens being like the aftermath of a city being sacked, you know, mm-hmm. like just dead people everywhere, crying mm-hmm. babies covered in dirt like looking for their parents you know Mm -hmm. like you could make it really dark and oh yeah i would be there for that i would be there for that 100 i know you would be (laughs) give me crying children (laughs) (laughs) this episode is getting dark (laughs) (laughs) i think i think the thing is is like The Wheel of Time has this really incredible ability to tap into good versus evil with gray swirled in between and give us a lot of questions and options. And I think the best way to make that feel impactful is to bring it to a dark place. Jordan does. If you read through almost everything he writes, if you give it a moment to like sink in what's actually happening when he says that they arrive in villages that smell so bad that Hurin throws up in like the center of the green that was there. Like they are they are bad. They are really, really, really bad. And mm-hmm. they're doing it to like just village after village after village. I think the expressing how dire it will be if the Shanchen are given an opportunity to advance through the Westlands is going to be really important. 
I think it's possible. I mean, seriously, yeah. like the and I'm also I'm also thinking like Shanshan and Roman Empire. I'm sure people have made that comparison before as well because that's another thing that it feels like because it's just like we are this military force and we come in and we're like and like Rome was totally that to every place that they invaded I mean and they do a very similar thing entirely sure like 100% like they they only got to a certain point in Germany because they couldn't get through the black forests and they're guessing that the Germanic tribes were like too scary for them even I (laughs) I I don't know though well, Hadrian's Wall was built so that, like, they could pretend, like, the area that's now Scotland doesn't exist. <laughs> we're just going to put a wall there. You guys stay there. We'll stay here. and We're done. That's what we're doing. Like, not saying they were 100% successful on every single mission, but they did take on a lot of territory. And, I mean, the Roman Empire itself didn't collapse until, like, the 1500s? But that's Shan Chen. That's that's the nation of Shan Chen. Like mm-hmm. when they come to the Westlands, who can oppose them except the right. Aes Sedai? Mm-hmm. No one. Yeah. I mean, the other thing that I think is similar that the Shan Chen does that actually also makes them really scary to me is example Ibu Dar. Like when they come in and they take over in Ibu Dar, like they put those rules and things in place where it's you can't fight anymore no more duels no more marriage knives um Mm -hmm. and people who break these rules are beheaded and then their heads are put on spikes to display in the middle of public places so but then they they're wiping out the culture of these people yeah and they're placing making the nation like non-existent like they're making their own rules as they go along they are establishing what they consider to be order quote unquote um Mm -hmm. they allow people like to come through ibu dar and start taking over the area around them just like go ahead it's now all ours because we said so like they they rush to assimilate and suppress it's terrifying and they can they can right Right. And that's, I mean, that's another thing too, is like stripping a culture, stripping a nation of their culture and their identity is terrifying because after so many years, you forget, people forget. And I mean, then you lose it. Yeah. It's like, it's a generational like form Mm -hmm. of warfare and it's awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they did it. They used objects of power. That's how they did it. And that's how they did it. That's what gives them their power. That's what gives Shan Chen their power. I mean, maybe this is why the Aes Sedai, like, one of the reasons why the Aes Sedai have to, like, swear those oaths and whatnot is, like, if they don't, they'll make things, like, blood knives and crystal thrones and whatnot. And people are (laughs) Well, they can't even, they can't even do it. Nobody can do it. Nobody knows how. Nobody knows how to do it. Yeah. But, I mean, people are always expecting that, like, some form of magic is being used on them when they interact with an Aes Sedai. And the Aes Sedai is like, I can't. Oh, Thrawn, <laughs> I can barely move. <laughs> I will say, though, that's it. I mean, it's a it's a good thing that they have the Othrod to, like, you know, be like, I technically I cannot lie. I, mm-hmm. I'm telling the truth. And I can't just flat out assassinate someone. And then, of course, 
we eventually come to learn that there's so many black Aja out there that some Aes Sedai are a lot more deadly because they don't have to follow those rules because Mm -hmm. they swear new oaths and they get like a blank slate from the three oaths which I believe when we were talking about the chair of remorse is Mm -hmm. what they use to was Mm -hmm. that what they use to like Torture that those Black Aja black gals. Aja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It totally was. It totally those was. Black Aja gals. I love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, I, that kept like hitting in the back of my head. I'm like torture session, torture session. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I can't remember which Isidai it is. It's like powering the chair or whatever. But like, she's exhausted using it. Like exhausted. You know, and she, like she's having to create. Is it Pavara? I think she's part of that. Okay, that group okay. That's doing it. I think. Let me see. I might actually. I feel like she was there at least. I think you're but... right because I think is this is when it first like that uh, little group where they they have like oh my gosh we're all fighting the Black Aja like we're trying to find it together and this person's the Black Aja. Um, Pavara is involved. It doesn't just, say who was like powering the chair. It just says that they use it to force Talene Minley to reveal that she is Black Aja. Okay. Yeah. I do think it's really like, I think this is one of the things that really upset me in the story is when they come across like the cache of Tarangriol in. Abu Dar, mm-hmm. that like we get so many new ones dropped in and like mm-hmm. so little information on what they were. Yeah, like there's there's so many that I really like too. Like, just not even from this moment because then there's I think that's when Avienda finds the uh, the talisman for growing the waygates. It's like a root terangrial and or, and Avienda's like, I think it's used for this and people just guessed that it was actually like what they used to grow the waygates, which I think mm. that one's really cool. Like mm-hmm. how cool would it have been to see something like that in action, but we're given these <laughs> terangrial and it's just like, oh, like they're just there, but nobody's really mm-hmm. gonna use them so they okay. would be could be should be something but you don't get to know or experience yeah. it yeah it's mildly TV disappointing sh- yeah the tv show we've had two on griot one <gasps> is the carving right mm-hmm. that she gives rand mm-hmm. and the second one is the Tyron Love Shack Terangriol where they can meet <laughs> in private. If there's a yeah. catalog for those Terangriol someplace, right? that's what I want its name to be. <laughs> the Love Shack Terangriol. Meet your right? dearest love thanks to these little passages of passion. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. it. I love it. I mean, well, I'm so sorry. I just, while we're talking about like the show and the tower, I know there was like those um, image releases 
from filming for season two like a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and one of them was showing what looked like Nynaeve in a in a white dress maybe an yeah. accepted dress in so, the tower yeah so let's let's assume as we do that Nynaeve is going to go through her testing in this season mm-hmm. what do you think the testing will look like do you think it will stay true to the three silvery arches? Do you think it'll be something totally different? Like, I want them to do the silvery arches. That's like this image I've had in my head since I was like a teenager, like what that would look like. But I don't know if that's what they'll do. Um, I don't think they're going to do it exactly like it was in the books. Mm-hmm. I think especially the one where she's back in the two rivers and the new we have like the evil wisdom (laughs) Mm -hmm. i think to an extent like it's fine for the books but it's kind of a little bit like not i don't know it's it's not as relatable i think as it could be Mm -hmm. Mm. um if it was really like her going back to the two rivers, which I don't think that's going to happen either because they burnt the mm-hmm. two rivers down oh, for yeah. um, season one. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to remake the whole set. I, I could be totally wrong. I could be eating my hat come <laughs> next winter, but I think that they would be able to do something that's just equally as terrifying. I don't know if she's going to be chased by is it Agonor? Mm-hmm. Mm. because you know it it could just be some guy you know like are they gonna drop a new how many new forsaken are they gonna drop into the show is mm-hmm. it gonna be all of them is it just gonna be i don't know like five i can or six see, or something i can see for like if they're gonna do that particular part of her testing probably wouldn't hurt to keep it with the one that we already know like if somehow this is like fire face by alzamont by alzamont (laughs) (laughs) yeah they could could definitely do that like bring Mm -hmm. in that actor just for another like dream Mm -hmm. like attack sequence yeah kind of thing i mean i think that that would express the life-threatening scenarios that can unfold in those Tarangriel, because, you know, safely, <laughs> safely <laughs> means so you very might safe. die. <laughs> <laughs> We've come full circle now. <laughs> but I mean, for real, all I could think of was, like, that, that moment in New Spring when we find out that that one accepted who wanted to be a green warder and have a million, or I'm sorry, green Aja, she wanted to have like all the warders and that she disappeared, died during mm-hmm. her accepted te- or her test on that and one. How much that affected to the Yeah. And I mean, the White Tower just pretends like it doesn't happen. Like it's really quietly announced. Do you think that's going to get dropped in at some point before her testing? Like, I feel like someone will mention that just so that there's high stakes, you know, like. If whoever mm-hmm. goes to the eye of the world is not the dragon reborn, they will die. So, like, mm-hmm. I can picture Nynaeve getting ready and them being like, 
most people are okay, but very mm-hmm. few don't ever make it out alive. Dun, yeah, dun, exactly. Dun. It would and then, have like, to be next like episode <laughs> yeah. to be continued. Yeah, like, she starts walking into the first silver arch or whatever, and we have, like, the end of our episode oh, type thing. Oh, yeah. Like, she walks into the arch, sees something weird, mm-hmm. something dangerous, and then we cut to the episode number three or whatever right yeah exactly i do i do think that to create an area of uncertainty and danger like Mm -hmm. life-threatening danger but also something that like shows who nynaeve is like those things i think you would have to include in the testing i think that's why the whole like her and her village scene happens like it's heart-wrenching for Nynaeve to walk away from those situations the one with her and Lan like I cried that was awful so I think showing that she wants us more than anything is going to have to be shown somehow I think I think you're right I just hope that they're able to do it in a way that it doesn't feel cheesy with her and Lan. Oh my gosh, right? Because they, I mean, they were together one night and, I mean, that's not any better than it's done in the book, so let's be honest here. (laughs) But I think that they could tweak a few things to make it a little bit more, I don't know. But at the same time, they already did the same thing with Rand and Egwene in that Mm -hmm. dream sequence. Mm -hmm. So it's like, are they going to do the same thing again? I don't know. I kind of, I wouldn't be mad if they don't. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think it might be kind of nice to have something in her, um, in her testing that either touches to her childhood maybe. That would be really good. That would yeah. be good. Something yeah. having to do with her parents that... Yeah. Like, she's our, She's kind of like that little prayer thing that she did mm-hmm. when she's talking to Lan at that one point. Like, it'd be kind of cool if that was her past moment kind if of they thing. Ha- if they had somehow where it was like everything seemed okay and then like her parents are killed again Mm. in front of her and Mm -hmm. this time she's experiencing it Mm -hmm. and then like somehow like Lan shows up to comfort her and then he's dealt with in the same manner where she Mm. like loses them and then loses him Mm. yeah I could see that being I could see that working being very traumatic for her Mm mm-hmm I mean, I think to do it the way that it's done in the book would potentially be really pricey too. And I don't think it would be enough of a plot pusher for the potential price tag. Well, it just depends where they set it up. Like you could That's have true. it outdoors for the mm-hmm. most part. It's just the actual Terangriol itself. Mm-hmm. It'll have to be built, which, mm-hmm. ooh, I'm excited to see what they look like. Right. That's what I'm thinking. Like, are they going to give them, is it going to be the silver arches? And if it is, what do they look like? Will they have, like, 
like swirly inscriptions? Will they be like cathedral arch types? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like they could be creative with the design or change it into something different. I almost feel like it'll match the interiors of the White Tower. So we'll have that Northern African kind of mm-hmm. like Moroccan influence a little bit. But they'll probably take things from other real life cultures like they did with the Waygate and make it mm-hmm. so it doesn't look like they just borrowed it from real world culture. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the creativity that goes into making the show. And I really want them to be able to feel like they can do that. I don't really want to be like, no, you have to do it exactly like this. I mean, they could could make it very like Star Trek, too. Mm -hmm. Just make it very spacey. Like holodeck? (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, it's supposed to be from the Age of Legends, so I'm getting like this more spacey theme yeah it does it that does feel like an aspect of like more of a sci-fi feel this like ability to like step through something and suddenly there's an alternate reality or part of if you will it's wild yeah and too i'm just thinking about my other before like it gets too late i definitely want to talk about Mm mm-hmm the Paralis net because mm. I think that's a really, really fun storyline. There is something about everything that happens in farm matting that feels like a fever dream. It does mm-hmm. not feel like it fits to me anyways. It feels like it doesn't fit within the main series. Like uh-huh. it was like an outrigger, you know, like and then we go over here and it is just wacky and weird mm-hmm. and I love how they dealt with the people in formatting when they all get pretty much imprisoned. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Nynaeve and Cad Swain kind of, like, come up with this kind of fake out, like, we're channeling, but they're just drawing in the extra, like, battery source of <laughs> the paralysis net and, like, mm-hmm. I think they lift something up and one of the nobles or royals is like, oh my god, they're channeling. And they're like, yeah, so you better watch your mouth. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're here. We don't care. Mm-hmm. I think that's such a fun storyline. And then something that Snakes and Foxes put in chat, which I mm-hmm. absolutely adore, is when Rand has come back from you know his time on the mountaintop and he's zen rand now and i think this is in the i'm pretty sure this is the moment where he says you may call me rand sadai but he's telling her how the paralysis net works and he's saying like yeah i i made these (laughs) (laughs) and it's such like yeah, Nynaeve does have the well on her belt, I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. but I think that's right, too, yeah. But it's just such a good moment between Rand and Cad Swain. And just that line, like, you may call me Rand Sedai, like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm your elder lady, mm-hmm. listen. And it's just such a cool moment. And, again, it's a cool callback to 
what was possible in the mm-hmm. age of legends and how mm-hmm. much was lost. And yeah. it's just a good, fun way to, I'm sure all the people who don't like Cat Swain, like, stood up and cheered when that happened. Like, yeah, Rand, <laughs> tell her. Tell you her, call Rand. her out for the bully she is. Yeah. <laughs> you get her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. Like, there's something about the Rand and Cat Swain relationship to me that's always been really interesting to read and Mm -hmm. that moment is chef's kiss yeah she really does feel as though she's constantly trying to take care of a a really young child Mm -hmm. and it's i mean in some ways it's frustrating in some ways i kind of understand where she's coming from but me too i I, these kids man these yeah yeah like she's almost the first person to respond to them in a really realistic way which is like yes you have power but you need to like learn how to behave and that's what Maureen was supposed to be doing and instead whatever happened the pattern pulled that right out of her hands like Mm -hmm. so when Rand comes back and he has like this transformation you can like see him looking at her from like hundreds of years of experience and just like I made that. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was my me. own two hands and the right? one power. And the one power. And I just no. I it's kind of a fun flip. It wasn't I wasn't necessarily expecting that to happen. It prevented me from being overly frustrated with Cad Swain. Well, we were talking about Cad Swain on Discord. Well, I woke up to more Cad Swain talk, I think, but <laughs> I was just really thinking about why I like Cad Swain. And one, I feel like it's unfair to like pick on Cad Swain when, you know, there's other characters that are doing the same thing. Like, right. she dealt with him in a terrible way. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest, like, Lan wasn't doing him any favors mm-hmm. by being very, like, be a man, Rand, be mm-hmm. a dude, like, be a manly man-man, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's, like, trying to be Bukama. Yeah. It's just, it's... Rand's right. not Borderland raised. He, no. That's not the best advice Lan could have given him. And Cad Swain is so very authoritative, and mm-hmm. I just... For the most part, I don't think that works with young kids. But at the same time, most Mm -hmm. young kids can't pull a mountain down on a city Mm -hmm. when they get upset. So, like, I kind of understand where Cad Swain is coming from, where it's like, at what point, like, do you stop pleading and you have to be like, no, like, you are acting ridiculous. Just listen Mm -hmm. to me. And she's hundreds of years old, so, like, she mm-hmm. thinks that <laughs> she's doing what she can. But I love how things change, and they eventually end up, like, in a somewhat okay place. Mm-hmm. And I think that it was very possible for Nynaeve to end up being almost exactly like Cad Swain. If her and Lan would have not to get, gotten together, she would have had that chip on her shoulder, I think, that cad swain has about the tower because she's never there every time she gets a chance she's leaving so mm-hmm. snakes and foxes i want to see tarvalin nursery kindergarten <laughs> that is essentially what happened <laughs> with moraine <laughs> like she's trying to take care of these kids and then it's yep 
at first, you know, at first it's naive in the two rivers and it's more rain and now it's Cat Swain and yeah. Yeah. I think, I think a lot about when I'm reading these things, like youth group trips when I was younger, like in my teenage years, and there'd be like six or seven of us all going on a road trip together and like two adults. (laughs) (laughs) We're all like 15, 16 years old. Having we're a loud. great time getting yeah, out of we're the city. Loud. We're obnoxious. Like I can still remember how tired the adults in our group looked from dealing with us, and we were all like, "Woo, Ugh. energy!" Yeah, they hated us with reason. This was this was me, like leaving work or something at the same time that all of the high school aged kids in Germany get out of school, and it's like a whole train full of them, and they're just like two cool you know what i mean they're like we're so freaking cool it's so cool (laughs) just loud to be loud let me play you know music on my phone as loud as it can possibly go to Mm -hmm. you know yeah worry about the rest of us having to suffer through they don't (laughs) care no fucks given sorry not to cut you off (laughs) no 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 i told that's exactly the point i'm trying to make though is like this is exactly it's nursery kindergarten with like teenagers thrown in the mix teenagers but all-powerful teenagers. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything against teenagers. It's a biological Me period either. of our lives. Where I was a teenager. I was an idiot. Yeah, same. Complete. We've all done dumb things. Yeah, no judgment. <laughs> I've been yeah. there. Definitely done my fair share of really, really stupid things. Yeah. I mean, I never burnt a whole city out of existence with the one mm-hmm. power, but... To each their own. Right, yeah. <laughs> That's Rand's favorite form of rebellion. You can't make me, Cat Swain. I'm going to go rip that mountain apart. <laughs> That's what it is. <sighs> Was there anything? I mean, there is a million things more that we could talk about with Angriel and Terangriel and all the Griels. Oh, did we talk about. Uh, I think the only thing that I had written down is uh, the other places where there are like these caches of objects of power. Like we mm. kind of we mentioned Ibu Dar, and then Tyr is the other place where there's like this bizarro stash. Yeah. Of. And the yes, Ruidian. Thank the... you, snakes and foxes. That's the other thing I was thinking about too. Ruidian. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, that's the thing is like some of these locations where these things are hidden are so instrumental to what develops around them being there. Gosh. The redstone doorway and tear is essential to what happens. Catswain then... has more Terangrial than most nations. Do you realize that? <laughs> I'm just looking. I had not thought about that. I'm just looking at her list. Eight-pointed star, the golden carp, golden crescents, golden hummingbird, golden sleek fish. There's a lot of animals there, Catswain. Yeah. Golden swallow, golden trout, six-pointed star, and a shadowed moon. I bet when most, I mean, I bet she doesn't wear them all at the same time. Well, aren't they all like charms that are inside her her, hair? uh, Yeah. Is the, is the, um... God, I can't wait to see Cat's Wayne. 
<laughs> I just can't yeah, right? wait to see all of the the jewels, all mm-hmm. the Trangreal, if they don't do that. I'll be <sighs> sad. I'll be sad. I'll boycott it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I will <laughs> never. I won't watch. ever do that. No, it's yeah. not gonna happen. No. But yeah, the the White Tower I think has like a lot. The kin have a lot. The kin mm-hmm. have a ton. Yeah. And I think that might be where Nynaeve gets some of hers. No. She get mm. I'm trying to think where Nynaeve gets hers from. Is hers from the Abu Darkash? I think, I think so. Yeah. 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 I think it's one of the ones that um Avienda figured out what it was. Okay, Tracy, before mm. we go. Yes, please. What? Do you remember where Varen gets the ring from? <sighs> that she gives to Egwene? I believe she uncovered it when she was researching the Aes Sedai who had burned out researching the objects of power in the tower. Okay. Like, I feel like... She could have just said that, though, and boldface lie, because, you know, (laughs) black Aja. True, true. And I was thinking about this dream (laughs) Tarangriel. I was thinking about the dream Tarangriel, but they seem really easy to replicate, like, it's mm-hmm. the first thing that Elaine figures out how to make into, like, a replicate. And then they get used so often through the rest of the book. And all I could think of is, like, if they're used this rapidly here, what were they like in the Age of Legends? Like, did you just buy them at the checkout as you were leaving from the store? They're like that add-on item and everybody has one. Mm-hmm. And everybody's bouncing in and out of each other's dreams. Like I love that. Like... Wouldn't that depiction. be fun? <laughs> yeah, I do. Yeah. I think that's great. I think if somebody was like, buy this weird stone object that allows you to jump into an extra weird world of dreams, I'd be like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like my dreamless nights. <laughs> <laughs> it's where I get my peace and my restoration yeah. from. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it does get mentioned in the books that like, Sleeping and being in Teleron Road is not as restful as like just sleeping. So that's true. It has, yeah, it has its uh, drawbacks as well. It's kind of like the dream Zoom meeting. Like now that I'm thinking about it, because <laughs> that's what it gets used for. When you use the like cat face filter, you're like, I can be whatever I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> There are options. You can come in as mm-hmm. uh, an Athan Mier, maybe yeah. a Tuatha on, you know, just take your pick. Wander your dreams as you will. It's just funny. Here, I don't here. Think, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. I feel like that was, I feel like that was really fun. It was really fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to... Say good night or good morning to whenever the persons or people who are listening to this, whatever yeah. time it may be. And mm-hmm. that's it. I'm going to click stop. 
Thanks so much for joining us. We will continue to release new episodes every Wednesday. We would love if you would subscribe to the podcast, leave us reviews, and share us with your friends in the Wheel of Time community. Let us know what you thought of our content, correct us, send us things we may have missed. You can find links to our email and social media accounts in the show notes. And if you have the Anchor app, leave a voice message for us to play in upcoming episodes. We also have a website where you can find links to our Discord channel, social media platforms, and merch shop. So until next week, thanks for joining us on the road to Tarvalin.